0: hallelujah 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 praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah god is good amen hallelujah god is good we're certainly honored to bless his name again, amen, on another Sunday, amen. 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 And I want y'all to check out my shirt. It says COVID. I thank God I didn't die in it, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You can read through say, amen. I'm here and I'm grateful to amen. God that we made thank it through. Yes. It's because God is a Lion of Judah. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. He is Jehovah Rapha, our healer. Come on, if you know what we are gonna ask you to put your hands together wherever you are in your thigh. We'll keep your hands on the server. Put your hands together in your living room, and wherever you are. Come on, let's pump it up, pump it up, coming up, right? scene of the sweetest of loves, where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. No. that
1: could never come, come close, no. nothing, nothing can compare, can
0: compare. Our you're our living room. we seek your presence
2: Lord, your presence
0: I've saved and sing. I taste it and see the sweetest of love. My heart is and My heart becomes
1: free. Shame
0: is Give your breath of love. Your dress
2: Greetings, family. We greet you in the wonderful, mighty, and matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Peace and blessings to you today. Uh, It's a blessing to be with you. It's a blessing to be able to share this word with you. Listen, we've been dealing with the, uh, I've been dealing with the the, the series entitled, Remember Who You Are. Today, I want to deal with something a little different. I want you to go in your Bible. I'll give you the title in a moment. I want you to go in your Bible and I want you to read with me, along with me, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 to 28, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 20 to 28. Now, uh, as you're getting that, I'm not giving you really any points today. I really just want you to follow along with me. I'm gonna try to reason uh, with you. As Paul says, let us reason together. I wanna reason with you and try to to formulate an argument, if you will, Um, and not really an argument, but I want you to just kind of go along with me because I wanna share something with you that God has called every one of us to do. If you are in Christ Jesus, this is what God is calling you to do. And so, again, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 to 28. It's just those eight verses. So listen to this. The scripture says, But now Christ has risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive but each one in his own order Christ the first fruits afterwards those who are who those who are Christ at his coming watch this then comes the end when he that's Jesus Christ delivers the kingdom to God the Father when he puts an end to all rule and authority and power for he must reign till he has put all things under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death, for he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are put under him, it is evident that he who put all things under him is accepted. Now, when all things are subject or made subject to him, then the son himself will also be subject to him. That's the father who put all things under him, that God may be all in all listen the last few weeks I have been again dealing with the uh, the subject of remember who you are and I told you on uh, that first message about two weeks ago I told you uh, in Bible study uh, you are who God says that you are I told you, you know, that, that you are who God says you are. I told you that next uh, the next Sunday message to declare who you are remember I told you declare uh, that God says to, uh, to Moses I am, I am that I am, and I told you declare, and I gave you uh, Macedonia, you know our I am declarations, declare who you are. I told you also uh, that you are kingdom citizens and you're you're citizens and you have rights and responsibilities to the kingdom of God. On last Sunday, I told you that you were created to conquer. Uh, And then on this past Wednesday, I I told you that you were made to subdue. I wanna go back and I wanna follow it up with this. Since you are created to conquer, I want to ask you the question, and here's the title of the message today, what are you conquering for your king? That's the title of the message today. i want to ask that question. What are you conquering for your king? Listen to this. The scripture lets us know in 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 15, again, verse 24. Listen to what the scripture says. Then comes the end when he, that's Jesus, delivers the king, kingdom of God to the Father when he puts an end to all rule and uh, uh, and all authority and all power. Let me read it again. The scripture says, then comes the end when he, that he here is Jesus, when he delivers the kingdoms, the kingdom of God to the Father. When he puts an end to all rule and all authority and all power. Watch this. Kingdoms are made to expand. That's what kingdoms do. They expand. They, they conquer territory. They, as I said on Wednesday, they subdue territory. Territories are brought under their authority. Remember I told you the definition of sub- subdue means to uh, control, to, to take it by force, to uh, rule over it by force. Kingdoms are made to. That's what they do. Any kingdom that does not expand uh, contracts. Why? Because what happens is another kingdom, a stronger kingdom, will come in and take the territory of that kingdom. And so kingdoms are made to expand. That's what God's intent was when he made man. The scripture says that God, uh, he, 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 God made the heavens and the earth. And then he, he brought life upon the earth, fish in the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle on the earth, the, the, the plant life and that kind of thing. And then God made man. We know this Genesis 1:20, 20, 20, uh, 28 says, and God, 26 says, God made man. 27 says, God made man. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. But then God said to, to man, after, he, after he, he created him, the scripture says that God blessed them. I shared this on Wednesday. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it have dominion over it. That's Genesis 1, Now, watch this. When God says to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, what God was saying is, I have made you, Give it, watch this, I've given you dominion, which means, Macedonia, you know that you are the authority. You are the king on the earth. I've made you the kings of the earth in my kingdom. As I am king of heaven, i made you the king of the earth And you are to expand my kingdom, make the earth look like heaven. Expand the kingdom, be fruitful, multiply, make more of yourselves, more kingdom, more kings in the kingdom. Fill the earth, subdue it and have the rule over the earth. As I rule over heaven, I will rule the earth through you. I've made you a co-regent. I made you a co-king. On the earth, expand my kingdom on the earth. That's the reason why Jesus tells us to pray. It's in uh, uh, it's in, it's in uh, Luke chapter 11. Jesus tells us to pray, "Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Macedonia you already know this. Again, Jesus says, "Our prayer is, Father, let your kingdom come." Let your will be done on earth, on, in this territory, as your will is done in the kingdom of heaven. We were made to expand the kingdom of God on earth, taking the territory by subduing it and having dominion over it. Kingdoms were made to expand. Jesus says, my kingdom has come. The kingdom of God has come unto you. Why? Why does he say it has come unto you? Because we were made to expand the kingdom, but we, we rebelled through Adam and Eve. We rebelled against our king, and we started serving another king who was called Satan, the devil. And so when, when Adam sinned, he turned the kingdom of God over to Satan. And, and, and now, and, and at that point, it stopped being the kingdom of God, and it started being the kingdom of darkness. So Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world, why? Because the kingdom was turned over to Satan. We know in Luke chapter four again, Matthew chapter, or uh, uh, well, Luke chapter four, Matthew chapter four as well, Satan says, Satan takes Jesus up to a high mountain and, uh, and shows him all of the kingdoms of the earth and he says to him, I'll give you all of this kingdom, all this glory I'll give to you if you bow to me because it was given to me. Who gave it to him? You know it already. Adam gave it to him. When Adam sinned against God by eating of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, he turned the kingdom of, uh, of this world over to Satan. And now Satan is, watch this, the prince of the air. But then comes Jesus. Praise his name. Then comes Jesus. And Jesus, Jesus dies. He, he pays the price, the, the ransom price for mankind by dying on the cross first of all, he preached, the kingdom of God has come unto you. I've come to bring in the kingdom of God. And he, he gave demonstration of what the kingdom of God was like by healing the sick and raising the dead. For in the kingdom, there's no sickness in the kingdom. There's no poverty in the kingdom. There's no oppression in the kingdom. Jesus came to, to, to preach and to usher in the kingdom. When he dies on the cross, he reconciles, restores the relationship between God and man. But then when he's resurrected, he, 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 he then breathes on the disciples and he says to them, receive the Holy Spirit. This is in John chapter 20. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. When they receive the Holy Spirit, Jesus says, when the Spirit come, when the Holy Spirit comes, you will receive power. What's the power? It's the power to do what God made you to do when he gave Adam the authority to be fruitful multiply fill the earth subdue it and have dominion the holy spirit in you gives you the power the power to do as i said on wednesday to subdue and have dominion and so we were made watch this we were made to take the uh, uh, make the earth the kingdom of god when adam sinned he turned the kingdom over to satan but jesus came and took the keys of the kingdom out of Satan's hand, has given them now to us and said to us, now you go and make the earth look like heaven. You go and expand the kingdom of God. So make the kingdom of God on earth as the kingdom of God is in heaven. Now, here's the thing. How do we do that? We do that by subduing. So so again, the question is, we do that by conquering. The question is, what are you conquering for your king? Listen to what the scripture says again. I want you to get this. The scripture says, verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24. The scripture says, then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom of God to the Father, to God, uh, the, kingdom of, the, the kingdom to God the Father, when he puts an end to all rule and authority and power. This is what we were made to do. Watch this. We were made to be fruitful, to make more disciples, be fruitful and multiply, multiply, make more kingdom citizens, more kingdom disciples who would go into the various areas of this world, various areas, various uh, 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 employment areas, various sports areas. We were made to go into those areas and subdue it, not people now, I'm not talking about controlling people, but subdue that but with the spirit of God by controlling the spirit, the atmosphere of that environment so that we turn it over to the influence of God. Remember what we said? The definition of the kingdom of God is the kingdom of God is the, the influence of God's will enacted upon, uh, on earth as his will is acted out in heaven. This, the kingdom of God is, this, is, is the influence of God's will uh, done or enacted on earth as God's will is done in heaven. Our mission is to go into the various areas that God has placed us in and to subdue it by the spirit of God so that we control it by God's presence, by bringing the presence of God into that area, subduing every demonic force, every evil spirit, every dark, every dark and, 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 and uh, unrighteous spirit. And we do that on earth, declaring that that territory belongs to God. See, that's the problem you, you you you've been you've been you've been you've been wondering why God puts you in such a bad area, why God put you with so many people who who don't know God. The reason is because God expects for you to subdue that area by the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you so that you turn that area over to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You're supposed to watch this, bring the influence of God's will. What's the influence? What's your influence? Your influence is you are light in a place of darkness. Your influence is you are salt of the earth. Your influence is that wherever you go, whatever place you step into, because of the spirit and the power and the presence of God that lives inside of you, when you step in it, God just stepped in. Because if you weren't there, it would belong to Satan. But when you step in it, when you get in it, the presence and the power of God has shown up just because you showed up. That's the reason why when you, when you walk into a room, people stop whispering. <laughs> that, that's the reason why when you walk into a room, you get eyes looked at you. It's not because they are necessarily talking about you. What, they, what, they're, what they're contending with is the spirit and the presence of God in your life that's inside of you so that when you come in, they can't tell those dirty jokes anymore. When you can't come in, they can't talk about other people anymore. When you come in, they can't they can't have those little frivolous, evil conversations that they were having. Why? Because your spirit has 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 so subdued their spirit that they're not able to do what they normally would do if you were not there. So let me ask again the question, what are you conquering for your king? Every step you take ought to be a step in the name of your king and your kingdom. Let me tell you what I've done. I walk. I walk my neighborhood. I, I walk for exercise. I walk uh, 3.8 miles, uh, 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 you know, almost four miles, 3.8 miles almost every day, just about practically every day. I'll almost say every day unless uh, there's something uh, rain or whatever the case may be. But when I'm walking, I'm praying when I'm walking. I'm, I don't even know if people in the houses are, are Christian or not, but I'm praying over every house. I'm praying down every street that I walk down and I'm claiming it. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ I've claimed I live I live on the corner of a cul-de-sac I claim that cul-de-sac it it don't belong to me it belongs to God I claim it in the name of my king I'm asking you what are you conquering I'm not letting anything come into my neighborhood that will that will bring darkness there. there there's no drug I declare it in the name of Jesus we're not letting any drug dealer come into my neighborhood. We're not letting any, any, any pedophile, uh, uh, in, 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 that spirit, I'm not talking about the person, I'm talking about the spirit, that spirit will, will not have rest, will not have peace there. Why? Because that territory has been conquered in the name of our King, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, if somebody would say, well, you can't do that by yourself. Well, I declare, I declare, yes, I can because of the power and the presence of God that rests inside of me. The Bible says one will put a 1,000 to flight, two will put 10,000 to flight. One of our problems, and I said it on Wednesday, is that we have allowed the enemy to think that we're weak. I declare we are not weak. The Bible says even if you are weak, let the weak say, I am strong. You ought to declare I've got the king living inside of me and the power of the kingdom in me. And wherever I go, the kingdom has just shown up. What are you conquering for your king? Because, see, here's the thing. And this is the close right here. Whatever we conquer, whatever we conquer on earth, we are supposed to submit that to Jesus, our king. And then the scripture says, after, watch this, after it's all done, he takes what we give to him and he presents it to the father. Listen to what the scripture says again. Let me read it. Make sure you get this. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom, uh, the kingdom to God the father. What is Jesus delivering to the the God, the Father? Everything that we've conquered, we turn over to Jesus. Jesus, in turn, turns it over to the Father. And the scripture says when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and all power, every rule, every authority, every power, we're supposed to conquer that, give it to Jesus. Jesus delivers it to the Father. And then the scripture says, oh, I love what the scripture says in Revelation here. Revelation chapter 11, verse 15 says this that we will, that, that the Father will in turn uh, uh, come back and give all the kingdoms to the Son, and the Father will declare the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ. And the scripture says, and he shall reign forever and ever. Why? Because we have conquered Given it to the son, the son gives it to the father, the son, the father gives it back to the son, lifts him up and we declare he's going to reign forever and ever. Why? Because we've conquered in his name. So let me share this with you. You need to conquer. You need to conquer. You need to conquer low self-esteem. You need to conquer that, that's, that, those feelings of inadequacy. I've had to deal with them. You need to conquer that, that spirit of fear. We need to conquer, you need to conquer, we need to conquer hunger, conquer poverty, conquer that spirit of lack, conquer that spirit of depression. You need to conquer it. God has made you, I said it on, on Wednesday, God has made you to subdue, he's made you to have dominion. Conquer depression, don't let it conquer you. Conquer fear, conquer corruption. Conquer uh, that, that, that spirit of the pedophile. Conquer whatever comes against you. Conquer that temptation. And when you, after you've conquered it, declare, I conquer you in the name of my king, in the, in the name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And then we present it to the Son. The Son presents it to the Father, and then he reigns forever and forever. I want you to conquer. I want you to declare you're going to conquer. Let's, let's conquer. Listen, let's conquer hate. Let's conquer bigotry. Let's conquer prejudice and racism. Let's conquer jealousy and envy. Let's, let's conquer, let's conquer all those temptations that come against you. Let's conquer, let's conquer lust. Let's, let's, let's conquer uh, uh, sexual immorality. Let's conquer that. Don't give in to it. Let's conquer it in the name of Jesus and submit it to our Lord so that he can reign and we will reign with him. What are you conquering for your king? What are you conquering? When you stand before the father, when you stand before God in God's judgment bar, what will you present? I've said this before. Whenever you come before a king, you always bring something. You always bring a gift. Remember when the queen of Sheba came before Solomon, she, she, she presented gifts. Whenever you come before the king, you always present gifts. But watch this. If you read that scripture about the queen of Sheba and Solomon, she presented, she came, the scripture says she came with a great retinue camel's loaded down with spices and gold and all this other kind of stuff. But the scripture says this also. She left with more than she gave. Because watch this. Whatever you give to the king, he always gives you more. Oh, come on. Y'all know the song. Y'all, you, you, old, you old church folks, you know, you know the song. You can't beat God's giving no matter how hard you try. Because the more you give, the more he gives to you. The same thing is true when we stand before God's judgment box. We will stand and we will present to our father what we've conquered. We'll present to to Jesus what we've conquered. Jesus will in turn present it to the father. The father will give it back to Jesus and then watch this. We'll hear hear the son say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Come on up and reign with me. I'm going to let you reign over many things. What are you conquering for your king. Don't you give in to it. Don't you submit to it. You subdue it, have dominion over it, you conquer it, and then at the end you present it to Jesus so that he can reign and we can reign with him. What are you conquering for your king? It's in you. You've got the power. You've got the Holy Spirit. You've got the spirit of, con- of conquering. I told you last week you were created to conquer. So why not use the spirit that God has given you to conquer in his name. I declare it in the name of Jesus. We will conquer in his name, in the name of Jesus, our conquering king. God bless you, God keep you. Listen, the only way you can conquer, the only way you can conquer the enemy is by the power and the spirit of God. And the only way you can have the spirit of God is that you've got to to believe in and give your life to the son of God, Jesus, the son of the living God. Jesus is our savior. He's our Lord. He died so that we can have the right, the privilege, and the power to conquer in his name, to build this kingdom of God on earth as his kingdom is in heaven. And so if you haven't given your life to Jesus, if you haven't given your life to Christ, I admonish you today. I plead with you today. And I'm pleading not for me. I'm pleading for you because your soul is only two kings that you can can serve. If you don't choose to serve God, you indirectly have chosen to to serve Satan. And when you choose to serve Satan, whatever awaits Satan awaits you. And we know that hell awaits Satan. I'm not trying to scare you. It's just a real thing. People are trying to say now that, that you know, there is no hell, and how could a loving God put people in hell? God don't put people in hell. God does not put anybody in hell. People choose to go there by not choosing him. And so my brother and my sister, I share with you now. I admonish you now. Give your life to Christ. You can do it right now, right where you are. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in your heart that God raised her from the dead, you will be saved. So my brother, my sister, give your life to Christ. And we want to hear from you also. We want to hear uh, about your giving your life to to the master. I got a text message from someone saying that their grandchild has given their life to Christ. Listen, the church is not even meeting collectively in the building. But you know what? I'm I'm so glad that we don't have to go to a temple or a church to be saved, that God will meet you right where you are. But you just have to call upon him and give your life to him. So give your life to Christ. And then after you've done so, go to our website and write us a message, macmin.org, macmi M -M -M M-A-C-M-I-N.org, and let us know. Uh, Tell us who your your name is, and let us know that you've given your life to to Christ. And listen, the Bible says, when one comes, the angels in heaven rejoice. Listen, we want to join that party with the angels. We want to party and celebrate you and your victory by your letting us know that you've given your life to Christ. So do that. And my brothers and my sisters, again, we say we need you to continue giving. Thank you for your continued doing that. Pray that these messages have been a blessing uh, for you and a blessing to you and your family. Want you to continue to share with us uh, in Bible study these messages. Uh, I I really believe that these messages are for such a time as this. And though we're not able to meet collectively together to to celebrate and, and to share with one another, we are still meeting even virtually. And the word of God is going forth. And I want you to share these words with, with others as well. Let them know. They need to hear this word because we need to know and remember who we are. And we need, when we, when we stand before God, we want to be able to stand and present something to him and say, this is what I've conquered in your name so we can reign with him. God bless you. God keep you, my brothers. This is my brothers and my sisters. This is my prayer. Peace.